Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and Game Sense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. When you have health insurance, it's easy to forget about your out-of-pocket costs. That can be a lot of money. But are your bills accurate? It's estimated over 50% of medical bills contain errors. HealthLock can help. HealthLock technology securely connects with your insurance and flags any overbilling, wrong codes, and fraud. You can even have HealthLock work on your behalf to get money back from select past bills. To date, HealthLock has helped its members save over $130 million. To save, visit HealthLock.com today. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. When is a joke too far? That's the big question of our lifetimes, I guess. It's one more thing. Armstrong and Getty. One more thing. So we'll get into that in just a little bit. I'm guessing that 99.9% of you have not been following the interworkings of the Washington Post newsroom cluster F. Uh, (laughs) It's just, I mean, it's so insider, but it's kind of interesting. We'll give you a brief view of that. In just a I second. actually haven't, but I have a feeling I know the sort of thing going on. <laughs> well, you definitely know the sort of thing. I'll give you the yeah. particulars. And it's some of the heavyweights of the Washington Post involved. But um, before we get to that, so this is one of the, well, Joe knows this better than I do. Dustin Johnson's one of the best golfers in the world. Yeah, absolutely. Now He's won major championships, incredibly let, talented. Seems a tad dull-witted to me, but uh, <laughs> we might have talked. <laughs> let, let's hear him briefly here. This is something that I thought was best for me and my family, and um, you know I'm very excited about playing. And obviously, you know this is the first week, and you know it's just yeah something exciting, it's something new, and yeah, um, yeah I think it's great for the game of golf. And yeah. so um, you know, fir- that's why I'm here. The first part that's something I did for my family is about getting a giant payday. So several of the biggest names in golf is Phil Mickelson's the second biggest name in all of golf, wouldn't he be? Uh, yeah, I think especially so, yeah. for the casual fan, he's past his prime, but right. yeah. Yeah, as a name, hell yeah. He yeah. got, and they all got a lot of money, to go join the Saudi Arabia Golf League and now have been booted out of the PGA Tour. Um, mm-hmm. Phil Mickelson Suspended got, anyway. Yeah. Phil Mickelson got $200 million to go play in that Saudi Arabia Golf League. Mm-hmm. They offered Tiger, nobody knows the words on the, the, the number on Tiger, but it's significantly higher than that, according to people who know. Two hundred million dollars. 
I and I, I what's what's Phil Mickelson's net worth? He might be a billionaire. Tens of millions of dollars, certainly. Oh, it would be hundreds of millions of dollars. I've seen his endorsement uh, numbers every year. He got a bit of a gambling habit, oh, which he says he's passed now. Right. He he has a gamble. Uh, none of your business. He has gambled away like a hundred million dollars. So anyway, I just I wonder what it's like to um. I don't know how you even make financial decisions when you have that kind of money. I don't know well, what it brings you. Dustin Johnson, for instance, is interesting in that, you know, it was saying I did what's best for my family means uh, I wanted a big giant paycheck of guaranteed money because it, on the PGA Tour, you're not guaranteed a dime. You got to show up, you got to make the cut, and you've got to earn a certain height of place. It's not like baseball where, you know, uh, I could be a pitcher and I could give up 11 consecutive home runs. I still get my paycheck. Um, and so, and he'll have to play a lot less. And he's got a wife uh, who's crazy hot and a couple of young kids. So, uh, you know, I get it. Hell, it's well, a payday. I have, I have no idea what his financial situation but I just mean like for Phil. If you've got hundreds of millions of dollars, I just don't know. I, would, I, I, don't, I wouldn't want to bring much hate on me at all to be richer, but maybe he doesn't care about the hate that's being brought on him. Well, it's more complicated than that, too, because he's got a complicated relationship with the PGA Tour. Um, so to the Washington Post story here. So this guy, David Weigel, who's a big deal at the Washington Post and has been for a long time. I forget what he even writes about. Uh, He's the national political correspondent. He's one of their top people writing about politics at the Washington Post. He tweeted out this joke fairly recently. Have you heard the joke? Every girl is bi. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. No. (laughs) That's not funny. I just <coughs> I wasn't laugh, laughing. I was coughing. I don't. I, I, I I'm amazed that a guy who is the national political correspondent for the freaking Washington Post decides to tweet out a joke like that. I'm not offended by it or anything. I I just I I'm just surprised. Every girl is bi. You have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. He took it down fairly quickly, apparently thought better of it. I don't know if a friend told him or whatever. But it was too late for some of the people there at uh, the Washington Post, including Taylor Lorenz, who has been a social media lightning rod recently. She's the Washington Post's tech writer, and uh, and she's a big star there. And she complained. Some she other- is the vicious doxer of normal people who dare to violate uh, progressive uh, speech laws on Twitter. So this all went public. You see, the Washington Post had a, had a pub, had a public problem with their staff, and that he puts out that joke, and then somebody who also works there said, uh, and I don't have her tweet in front of me, but it was more or less, it's disgusting to have to work for a company that allows this sort of thing to happen. So um, she called out the Washington Post for allowing them. For, for them continuing to hire somebody, even though he's their national political correspondent at one of the most important newspapers in the entire world about politics, um, he has now been suspended without pay for the next month. And there's talk of him being fired. The problem came down with that is like, 
the retweet happened before a certain date or something. I don't know. It gets complicated, and I don't want to get that far in the weeds on it. But the, the overall question is, one, why are you having this conversation in public and putting your, your bosses in such a weird position of, if you don't fire them, you're disgusting or whatever, and then everybody weighed in, and various people that work there have tweeted out that they're proud to work for the Washington Post, and every other people who work there have tweeted out that they're disgusted to have to work for the Washington Post, which if I'm the Washington wow. Post, I'd say, if you're so disgusted, go work freaking somewhere else. But of course, they've got their readership who might agree with the disgusted employees that they've got to please who are very unhappy with the 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 joke he has apologized said it wasn't really it was a it was a quick retweet and he wishes he hadn't done it and he doesn't mean it blah 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 so we're back to the same old conversation is 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 can you ever apologize for things in the modern world or is it the career death penalty if you ever cross the line well, the question is, will the people screeching about it be satiated in their desire to prove how righteous they are? That's the only question. It has nothing to do with the uh, offender. It's entirely in the uh, hands of the offendee. There's no justice. It's just how much lust do I have to yell about this? So what would the firing offense be if you fire somebody for that? He has been suspended. You, you're fired because, and again, the joke is every girl is by. You just have to figure out if it's polar or sexual. So as Ricky Gervais pointed out in his brilliant Netflix special the other day, the reason that's funny is really because you don't agree with it. It's an outlandish thing to say. Exactly. It's, the, the, the bi part, polar and sexual, is basically a, a play on words. Mm-hmm. And nobody saying that or reading it believe, you know, specifically believes that. No, you'd have to be an idiot. <laughs> so, so what? So what are we doing here? Is the question. That's actually I heard that on a podcast yesterday. Charles C. W. Cook saying, "I don't even know what we're doing here. What are we <laughs> doing here? <laughs> what is what is this conversation?" Uh, it's uh, you know, yeah, it's it's uh, you have to hunt down and professionally execute anybody who violates the orthodoxy. It's very much like you know, um, religious executions through time. Once you establish yourself as a blasphemer, you're dead. That's it. You can't say, I didn't mean it. I I love the Lord, or I just misquoted, or whatever. No, you're dead. And companies get backed into this weird position of, I don't even know what. I guess that you don't care about hate. I don't even know. I don't even know. I'm, I'm back to quoting that guy. What are we even doing here? I don't even really understand what is happening. Well, I, uh, I've mentioned this before many times, and I will not apologize for it. I think we probably ought to work it into the show or the podcast once a day. Aldous Huxley's wonderful quote. The surest way to work up a crusade in favor of some good cause is to promise people they will have a chance of maltreating someone. To be able to destroy with good conscience. To be able to behave badly and call your bad behavior righteous indignation. This is the height of psychological luxury. The most delicious of moral treats. That's what the... the the fake and real offended people the washington poster and are indulging in they get a chance to be terribly cruel to somebody and call it righteous indignation and the point of that quote is and this is what uh jordan peterson always talks about we we all need to recognize that that is human nature and we have it in us too because i can jump on a, a a righteous cause when i feel like i'm on the right side of it also um we just were built that way we get a, tr- and I suppose we're built that way as some sort of protective organization to keep the 
village safe when somebody would get outside the norms or something? That's got to come out of some sort of evolutionary need, I assume. You know, it's uh, maybe the, the, the bottom line of all this is men, women, gay people, white people, black people, everybody was so much more resilient back when you'd say, hey, that joke sucks. That's not funny. You know, you're right. I'm sorry. All right. And the boss says, hey, don't say stuff like that in the newsroom. All right, I won't. And if somebody says, what's wrong with it? And you say, well, it's it's offensive. I mean, because of this. And they say, oh, I get it now. Human beings would go on and, and, and do what human beings do. They would be productive. But now you've got to have this freaking hair ripping crying execution spree festival of feigned outrage what the hell i don't know it's weird I get what it. are we doing here <laughs> <laughs> it is a good question you know i was just thinking about the suffering of people of ukraine and here we are dealing with something stupid yeah, like well, this a very good point yeah wow well said michael anyway well i guess that's it if a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union. A savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Nobody wants to outlive their money, but it happens, especially for women. That's why Gainbridge offers the Parity Flex annuity, designed for women's unique retirement needs, with flexible withdrawals plus a guaranteed lifetime income benefit that keeps paying you even if your account balance is zero. Gainbridge is helping build a better financial future for women. Retirement income you can't outlive is the ultimate flex. Start saving now at Gainbridge.io. Visit Gainbridge.io slash ParityFlex for current rates, full product disclosures and disclaimers, and other important information hey guys you know what this playground could use a wine country huh a redwood forest would be cool ski slopes wait did we just invent california discover why california is the ultimate playground at visitcalifornia.com